You're listening to Freud's Angels, where we talk about where the science of the mind meets the spirit of the heart. Each week, we'll discuss ways to create awareness of yourself and your reaction to the world around you today, as well as healing events of the past. I'll be bringing in both traditional and non-traditional psychology concepts, and I'll be bringing the healing through the lens of our heart and how to heal what we discover creating a powerful connection between what our heart needs and what our mind thinks we want. Now we're your hosts. I'm Amy. And I'm Vanessa. Now let's get into the show. Hey, hey, angels. How are y'all doing? Welcome to episode 72 of the Freud's Angels podcast. This one promises to be another one of those. (laughs) Another one of those because we uh, we are pressing record on the conversation that we were just naturally having and we're going to continue it as the podcast because sometimes it's just easier to do that than to come up with something like out there topic wise and bring it in. So we're just going to go with what's in. <laughs> and but that's how we do it. our best work, you know, Yeah, we're that's- always bringing in the, the, like what we're experiencing in our lives. I just think that that's sometimes the best way to handle, you know, our topics, because if we're experiencing it, chances are there's somebody else experiencing similar thing out there. Sure. And we're, we're, we're going to be better at explaining it because we're in it. You know, we've talked about that many times on this podcast about how the value of talking about it or writing it down, you know, like if you're writing a book, like you write about it while you're doing it so that later you, it doesn't, it's not so hard to get back into that space and remember what it's like, you know, and that's the same thing. Like we could probably, you know, get through what we're getting through and then talk about it in two months, but we're not going to have all of, all of the information. We're not going to remember all of the confusion or feeling or whatever, because we'll we'll be past it. So that's that's the magic of this <laughs> the nuances of, of the intricities um you know so today we were talking about let's get to the subject of it um because i forgot um but they were talking about cups <laughs> cups. cups and all the cups in our lives and all the cups and how we tend to sometimes myopically like fill one cup because it's exciting and it's, you know, it's non-threatening and it's what we want and we so love it and it's exciting. And we tend mm-hmm. to just go all in on one cup. Yeah. And then, and then all of a sudden, like um, Vanessa said, she was sharing with me is that the universe says, no, 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 not just one cup. <laughs> yeah. <'Cause, laughs> You know, and where did this come from? Okay, let me give you the real, the the real time type of um, what we were saying. I have a cat who is trying <laughs> to work on my last nerve, and who is trying to find something to play with on my desk, which I just cleaned it off, by the way. And so now she's destroying everything. So if you hear crash, that is my cat. And if you hear me say get down, that's my cat too. Um, she is. <laughs> She is trying to fit herself between monitors and walls and, oh, I love her. <laughs> yeah, what are you doing? Like, um, pour into the cup of me. 
That's what she wants. She's like, pour it all into me. Me, 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 me. That's what she's saying. You're not playing with me. So I, you know, I haven't, I had a business back in Sedona before I moved to the Pacific Northwest. I still have a business, but it was more thriving. It was more, all the things were in place in a bigger way. All of the, um, like, it felt like it was, it had more traction um, in Sedona. And then I left and I, (laughs) my website for some reason didn't get paid for. So I haven't had a website for a year. I haven't really had any movement in my business for a year, but, and I know why, cause it's, I had some work to do and I, and I understand that, but there was some work to be done. Um, but throughout all of that transition and throughout all of that, I had Freud's angels and Freud's angels for me was like, I poured as, as much of what I could have other than it, surviving life through into it. Like it was my everything. It gave, it's what got me up on a Sunday morning. It's it, it what pushes me to do Facebook lives. It's what, you know, it, it really was like the thing, the good thing in my life that made me feel good and purposeful. And it also connected me. I mean, like it, it made me feel less lonely because I had Vanessa and we have our pregame chats and we support each other. And so it was like, I had friends and, you know, although virtual, I still had friends <laughs> because, you know, you move to a new space. It's that, it's that time period when you kind of figure yourself out and so on mm-hmm. and so forth. So I, you know, I noticed lately because here's the thing, and this is another podcast, I think it could be a subject for another podcast, is when we're feeling safe, it's, it, it isn't unheard of that all of a sudden we feel more depressed. Yeah. Because I'm in a safe space, like right now, where I can explore all of the things that I have not explored for a great many of years like some of the trauma, some of the depression I'm dealing with, you know, I'm, I'm dealing with, I'm working through some body dysmorphia issues and body issues. And, you know, so because I'm safe, I'm doing the harder work because I feel I can, I can access them and I don't feel like I'm going to get stuck there or relive trauma. I have enough safety uh, mechanisms in place. I have enough like, um, I have enough, oh, just support to do the hard work. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, I really, really, really um, am, am super low sometimes. And this week, especially, I was experiencing that lowness, that, that sense of depression, like things aren't exciting me. Things aren't making me like, Oh, that's so much fun. I should go do that. You know, I'm, I'm very lonely. I'm very like, I'm I'm in it right now. And so even Freud's angels doesn't give me the high, the instant gratification of what it used to. Now that could be for many reasons, but I, I like how Vanessa brought it to me and I'm going to share and I wouldn't want Vanessa I want you to share what how you said it to me because I think I think how you explained it 
was a great way of explaining it. And I, and I want you to explain that part of kind of the other side of it, a different way of looking at it. I'm like, Oh God, <laughs> which thing that spewed out of my mouth. <laughs> was the, thing. the universe <laughs> reminding us not to just use yes. one cup. <laughs> <laughs> y'all know how I just, whoo, I spin off and, and, and sometimes it really feels like, you know, in, um, in old school when Will Ferrell kind of blacks out <laughs> and answers this question in this big way. And then he's like, what happened? I don't remember anything. Sometimes that happens to me where it's just information flows directly from my brain to my mouth. There's literally h- hardly any awareness, but, um, I do remember this. But yeah, like, because I feel it myself, like I know that I've been in this cycle before and I am like coming, coming out of it in a way, you know, it's, it's, it's different. Like it looks different, but everybody's, everything is going to look different. So, I mean, I guess I don't really need to qualify that, but, um, you know, like we have different cups to pour into, like we're supposed to have different cups to pour into, but what happens when, you know, something lights us up and everything else maybe doesn't (laughs) we're gonna start we're just gonna run head first we're gonna pour everything into that cup we want that cup to be super full we never want it to be empty because it's our cup it's the one that has all the things it has the best whatever in it the best wine if you like wine like that's that's the cup we're gonna protect and covet that cup and we're not meant to do that So I truly believe that it's like the universe isn't trying to ruin our lives by doing this. But I really think that that's, you know, the universe will put a block in front of us and be like, not just this cup. Like you need more cups. You need to, you need more cups because you have more to pour, right? There's that too. We, when we're limiting what cup we're pouring into, we're not accessing all of the other gifts that we have, all of the other joy that we have you know, stored up inside of us that can go in different places. Um, so, you know, it's kind of that reminder, like, okay, I don't want you to lose this, but I do want you to stop making it the focus stop making it the only thing that brings you joy because it's dangerous. Yeah. What happens if that, what happens if that cup breaks? Yeah. We can't control everything. You know, those cups can break at any time. We're going to lose everything if we haven't you know, if we haven't had other, other areas of of life. And for me, I was explaining to Amy for me, you know, my daughter is like the cup that I pull, that I pour into whenever everything gets uncomfortable, I just revert right back to mom and Scarlet cup. And that's what we do. (laughs) And it's, it's an active avoidance for me. I 100% understand that it is because I get uncomfortable and afraid I'm afraid to pour into cups. I'm afraid that I'm going to put the wrong thing in the wrong cup. I'm afraid that I'm going to pour too much energy and not have enough for the right cup. This is the Libra problem. I'm hearing it coming out of my mouth the whole time. It's like wanting it to be the equal scales the whole time and and really over-evaluating and really, you know, not going from a place of heart and soul. And that's what saves me. You know, like with me, I was avoiding the business stuff. I was avoiding that business shift. I knew it had to happen because I, I could not step back into the clinical space. I couldn't do it. I did not want to do it. I, I, I knew that I couldn't do it, but 
it has been the space I've been in my whole life. It is the, the building blocks, the foundation of my career. I didn't know what to do. So I put myself on pause and I put myself on play and started pouring into the cup of play and all of that kind of stuff. And you know what happened? That got old. And not to say that I don't love being a mom, but I started to have difficulty with imagination play. I started having difficulty. I didn't want to do it. I, I just, I shouldn't say I didn't want to do it. I wasn't having as much fun. And I knew, okay, this is the universe being like, no, no, no. I want you to do this, but you, you're doing, you're doing this too much. This is not your only purpose. You have other purposes. You have other passions. It's time, you know, and I, I hear it clearly as that it's time, no more pause, go get the cup, pour into it. And, you know, it's hard. I get like, it's hard to force myself into that space but I know it has to be done and I'm, I'm going to be glad that it's done. Yep. But yeah, to me, it's like a real clear message of like, okay, I mean, yeah, it does light you up, but it can't be the only thing. You can't just have one flame. You can't just have one cup. Well, and it's the ultimate spiritual course correction, you know, like it's, it's the, you know, I, I think too, is that if we, like you said, and I love, I love that you said this because I'm like, Oh, um, you know, what are, what am I avoiding by doing that? You know, what is it, what is by putting all of my energy and efforts into the Freud's angels? Like what, what is that? What am I avoiding? And, and what, you know, it's the great grand, who am I and what am I want to be in the world and how do I want to appear? And, you know, and, and I, like I said, forever guys, I haven't had a functional website. I, you know, I've been really not advertising my work. I've been really not my page. I think I don't think I've posted in an entire year, unless it was from Instagram. Like I just, I let everything go now, granted. And I don't, and I think when we realize things like that, we need to take a step back and go that it, you know, I don't, I'm not angry or I'm not bemoaning or I'm not like saying, Oh, I lost so much time. No, no, because I had a lot. I, I had to figure out some stuff. I had to let go of some stuff of ideas of what stuff were, you know, while I'm an energy worker, you know, I have this new, this new sense of like, I want people. I I'm not calling, I'm not using a P word, but I I'm, I'm on this body reclamation journey and I realize how much of it, that is my whole life. That's what my whole life has come up to is this, this body reclamation journey. And, you know, I didn't have that part of who I was in the world, you know? Mm-hmm. So now that I'm in this space, I'm doing it now that I'm encouraging and I want to be that person that, and, and don't, don't, tell me I'm in the body positive mood, you know, no, because body positivity is another misnomer. It's another, I don't want to be positive about my body. It's not being positive. It's having a relationship with your body. It's knowing because a relationship with your body could be, you know, you have to, if, if you're not in a space where you like your body and you're in rejection space, 
body positivity means nothing to you. Just being positive about it is not going to get you to where you need to be. So I refuse to be a part of that movement. Just FYI. Um, <laughs> there's no space here, but um, it just, it, it made me realize is that that's, that's part of, you know, in who I am is that, you know, I was given this body and, you know, I manifested chronic illnesses and it's like, okay, now what do I do with it? Every, there's so many people in this world who suffer the same thing. And why not take, you know, that part of my journey, but I wasn't safe enough to be on that journey until I moved where I moved. So it was like the universe was like, no, I'm going to put your business on pause. That's not where we need to be right now. You need to be focusing on creating this body movement and whatever this is for you. And it was like, oh, okay. And is that my brand? Not so much. It's not just who I am, but it's part of it. It's a good part of it. And I will, you know, you know, I just think, oh, that's, that's a, you know, that's topics for blogs. That's how do I, you know, incorporate that, but I need to not overthink it. I need to not you know, cause that's another thing I do. Great. You know, that's another thing we both do. <laughs> what do we do, Vanessa? Oh, amen. <laughs> amen. We overthink we everything. Like we can plan like the best planners <laughs> ever. All the ideas, every single one of them, here they come. We got them all. We can spend hours <laughs> overthinking the everything. smallest thing. Yeah. <laughs> that's why my website wasn't a hundred percent finished for so long. It's because I spent forever overthinking what it should look like and I'm like girl just get one up so <laughs> it has to look like it exists yes <laughs> let's start at the bare basics existence <laughs> so so it's it's just you know I I think for me you know our conversation and it, it also makes me realize is what other cups do I have that I that I'm not filling up that could possibly lead to bigger things. Like, you know, it's like the idea I was thinking the other day, well, I wonder if there's any Reiki shares around where Reiki masters or Reiki healers get together and they share energy and they help each other and they talk about it and they heal each other. And it's like kind of just a, and I'm like, oh, I need, and I'm like, so I'm beginning to open up to the idea of leaning into my community of healers that is here that I, I don't know how to find them, but I will. Um, and it's, it made me realize too, is that I, yeah, it's, I'm, I'm beginning to open up the, the cups that I need to fill, that I need to lean into, that I need to, I don't know, just begin to put energy into. And, and that's because you, and I'm trying to explain this in a way that makes sense. Freud's angels allowed me to be in my home by myself and allowed me to be here and to be in a safe space and create from this safe space and still feel accomplished by what I was creating. But you can't, you can't be of the world and help the world when you're stuck in your house. And that's one thing I realized and this is outside of, I think the scope of the conversation, but one thing I realized this weekend in, in therapy is, is that I'm beginning to understand where my house is becoming more of a prison for me than it is becoming a safe space because I've not gone out. I mean, COVID 
I mean, I, you know, it's the, part of it is the COVID thing, but part of it is, is that I'm comfortable and that I don't, and if I go outside, there's unknown out there, like there's too much unknown. And so I realized that's why I'm having all of these thoughts because I'm ready. I'm ready to start taking me out into the world whether it's local world or whether it's worldwide world, like it's time for me to begin to recreate that in my way that I want to create it. And, you know, I, Freud's angels will always be, it is always going to be my passion project. You know, unless Vanessa and I decide, unless Vanessa decides one day, you know what, I think I'm done, you know, (laughs) then then, then it will never change because I will never replace Vanessa. And I don't know that I could ever go on without her. So in this manner, um, because she, we create the magic that we create. Um, so it's just like, it's been a rude awakening that, okay, it's time to start dusting ourselves off time to start going into public. It's time to put ourselves out there on the internet. It's time to start talking to fellow healers, about any, you know, local, like healing, you know, it's, it's, it's time to just start connecting with people. And if there's no connection, meaning there's no real Reiki shares, well, why not create one? Right. You know, why not just be like, okay, we're all going to get together at my house and we're going to, you know, we'll do some Reiki shares. Like there's nothing wrong with that. So somebody's got to do it. Right. (laughs) If you are, if you are in a state where you feel like you're putting it all into one cup, I assure you that when you're ready, the universe is going to make that cup not be so as not be quite as exciting. It'll be fulfilling, but it won't be as like that huge rush of endorphins that you used to get by doing it. It'll kind of start to begin like, okay. And then you'll start to go, well, what else is there? Yeah. And it'll be the opposite, which a lot of people will go, now I can't even enjoy this and go deeper into the, like, I'm doomed and destined to be unhappy because now everything is being taken from me. That's that's a possibility too. (laughs) I'm just thinking about like, that's usually what happens to people when they, that's usually how people get to me. Actually, they get (laughs) to me because they're like, every bit of joy in my life is gone. And we, we gradually get to the space of like, no, you're just, we just got to look around. We just, we went tunnel and now we're going horizon. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I, I don't wish that part for anybody, but if you do, if you are in there, just go schedule a point with Vanessa, she'll help you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's just, I don't know. I really, really, really feel that you know, how do we, how do we understand what lights us up? You know, where, where do we, where do we recognize the things that we need to pour cups into and how do we do that? You know, I mean, Vanessa, I'm looking to you for some (laughs) advice here. Where are my cups at? Where do I find them? (laughs) Uh, Well, a lot of a lot of, uh, I, I shouldn't even say a lot. Cause I mean, every, everything is so individual. Like right now I'm going through like the mental Rolodex of, you know, just people I know, not just clients, but people I know. And it's like, there's such a mix. Cause there's people that ha- have things and have passions that they've put to the side because 
of whatever because of career because of family they have access to those cups they just like put them in the closet right like so it's like we're literally just dragging things out of the closet what did you used to love let's start doing it like right like kind of easy peasy sometimes we get scheduling stuff but there's a lot of people that have never experienced the things that light them up and so when I say what lights you up what makes you so happy what is what has brought you the most joy and they go I don't know I don't know that. And then, you know, then the panic sets in. I've never been happy. (laughs) I've never had joy. Oh my God. (laughs) Like, what is my life? And it's like, okay. I mean, that's, it's happens to a lot of people because of the lives that we've led. You know, if you've been in a home that didn't have a lot of affection and didn't have a lot of joy and you had parents that maybe worked so much that they didn't give, they didn't teach you how to have other cups you don't know how to do that. So you didn't experience the trials of, you know, I tried to play flute and sucked at it, or I tried to play soccer, or I tried to do art, or I tried to try to, you know, like you didn't get to try all those things to find what you did like, right? A lot of people out there never painted, never touched a piece of wood, never played a sport, maybe was interested, but the opportunity wasn't there, you know? And so then here you are as an adult, like, well, I can't go play little league now. Like, yeah, of course you can't, but that doesn't mean that you can't go play catch. That doesn't mean that you can't, you know, join a softball league or what, you know, like there's, these are maybe poor examples, but essentially speaking, we can find a way because the root of what those things are is the key to what other things are possible. Right. So I I played hockey my whole entire life. It, it is aside from hanging out with my kid, the number one thing that I will choose (laughs) if I have an opportunity to, I love it, but there's, it's more than just the sport of hockey. I love the sport of hockey. I love being on the ice. I love the mechanics of it. I love the, 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 I love the sport. But what I love about the sport, I love the team. I love the action. I love the ability to have to think moment to moment and not have the time to overthink. (laughs) It literally takes me out of that brain that can cause so much anxiety because I don't have time. I don't have time to dwell on it. You got to move. You got to move to the next second because you're in it and you have to be aware and it's all reactionary. I love that about the game. You know, I love, like I said, the team, the team work, the meaning that we're all trying to do something we're all cheering each other on. We're all helping each other out. If somebody screws something up, we band together to be like, don't worry, we're going to get that back. Or, you know, like that, that, that togetherness, right. I find that in sisterhood circles, right. So now I have this this group of women, there's no hockey here. So I have this group of women that just cheer each other on, right? Like we share our stuff, we cheer each other on, we, we, we push each other to do, you know, the best that we can, we help when we can, like it's, it's that same root that is being touched. So I don't lament as much about not being able to play hockey, (laughs) right? Um, I've also noticed that what, another thing that I loved about that was I played on a men's team. I got like good bro hang time (laughs) for hours 
every week. Everybody knows that I love like the essence of masculinity. Like I love men. I feel, I feel for men in this world. I talk about it a lot. I used to get that. That was medicine for me. Didn't realize it until it was gone that I was like, oh shit. So that's something that I can incorporate in my life. That is a cup that I had in my closet. Didn't realize it. I had to go deep into what does this do for me and what other ways can that be achieved so that we don't sit in that tunnel and say, well, I can't play hockey anymore. What if I blow out my knee? I can never, I maybe can never play again. So I'm just going to live a life where I feel super sad because none of those brain centers will ever be touched again. No, (laughs) that sounds very sad and doomy and gloomy. And so therefore the universe is, does not want that for us is not going to give that to us. That is not what our existence is meant to be. We get creative, you know? So when, you know, that whole big, long (laughs) drawn out example was hopefully a way for people to realize that it is both simple in that it exists but also complicated in that there's many parts to everything that lights us up. And that means that if we lose the thing that looks like what lights us up, we can still find other things that do that things that you've, I've never been part of a sisterhood circle before. Never like not in this way. I mean, I played hockey before, so I guess technically, you know, my teammates were that, but I've never sat on in a circle on a beach and been part of a, a sound bath. I had never done that before, but I did it and it gave me the feeling. And I thought, well, shit, <laughs> never knew. And now I know. So when you think about that as an adult, what kind of things can we get you to do? What kind of things can we try that may hit that center of your brain? that may hit that pleasure center, that may give you enough of those chemicals, that serotonin, that dopamine, those endorphins, and, you know, get you going in that direction so that you'll be, you'll feel excited and you'll feel curiosity and you'll feel wonderment because those are the keys to being able to explore the world. Absolutely. hundred percent. That, that was the perfect, I love it. such gold here I love what I do I mean I really like when I I sit in front of somebody it's like I can't wait like I am I get to be this person on this podcast but when I'm sitting in session and I want to do that and I can't because I know it's overwhelming it's so hard because I want to get at that I know it's there. I know it's possible. I get so excited for what the future is going to bring for that right. person. <laughs> it's like, just be patient, man. <laughs> We're going to get there. Yes. We will get to the good stuff soon. I promise. Yes. <laughs> going to rip off the bandaid first. Right. We're going to find the cups. The cups are there. Like I already see a couple, right? Cause that's the, some of the intuitive part that comes in is like, I'll just get a flash of like knowing like, that's and, a cup. <laughs> so the angels are flashing in my mind. The five of cups, I believe it is. Okay. Um, and the five of cups, what that depicts, I believe, pretty sure it's the five of cups. Um, it's the five of cups or there's another one. Um, shoot. 
Um, and yes, I am looking through my tarot deck for my cups. There's the four of cups. And then there's the five of cups. Now the four of cups is, a, is about a, gen, a guy who is a person. I should say a person. He could be non-binary. Um, a person who is sitting under a tree. There's three cups in front of them. And then there's a cloud handing another cup. But he's sitting there with his arms crossed like this. And part of that is, you know, to me, that says, what, are, what cup am I refusing? Sorry. And it, part, it speaks to me of, um, like, what am I refusing that could be a good cup? Now, let's sneak over into the five of cups. And I haven't found that yet. Um, but five of cups, the guy is looking at the three cups that have tipped over. And he's lamenting about it. And there are two perfectly upright cups next to him. Let me find it. Gosh, I got every other cup but that one. That's probably going to be at the top of my deck. How's that? Sorry, I like a good visual when I'm talking. I love it. It makes me want to get my, my Golden Girls ones to see what, what, what that one looks like. <laughs> Course, like, I, the only tarot deck that I've touched. <laughs> okay, yep, no, yep, nope. The Five of Cups, I found him. He looks like the hermit, really. So, the Five of Cups, and I know those of you who are listening can't see this, but we have the three cups in front of him and the two behind him. The three cups have spilled over, probably because they were too full. And yeah. he's looking at them and he's in that lamenting stage of, my cups are broken. They've spilled over. And you can see he's wearing a really long, dark cloak. His head is bowed like, oh, like you can see him probably almost crying. Well, there's two cups behind him that are still waiting to be filled. And I think that that's, I think what the angels are trying to depict here is that we don't always realize the cups that need to be filled because we don't see them as valuable. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we, we would rather look at what we don't have versus what we do have. There are some cups in our lives that need tending, that need to be filled. And like with this, and I know I keep going back to the body series, but like in the body series, like the cup right now that needs to be filled for me is how to physically move my body safely. That's the cup. Because while some of you may be like, that sounds like exercise and that sounds like it's not a cup and it's something we have to do and it's not, doesn't seem like it could be, but it's all in how you approach it. It's all in how you approach it. Um, mm -hmm. And it's all in how you approach that cup. So that cup is physical movement. It's yeah. energy. It's energy. Because when we move, we're moving the energy in our bodies. That's gotcha. that is. And it could be dancing. It could be yoga. It could be like, just like running around the house, like 10 times fast and being like, ah, like screaming and like being crazy. Yeah. It could be hiking. Uh, it could be bicycling. Maybe you like to ride bikes, um, swimming. It doesn't have to be going to the gym. My exercise cup will probably never be going to the gym because, and it's sad because I used to love going to the gym, but I don't anymore. 
Yeah. I don't, I think I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm super afraid of germies. Um, yeah. That's why I won't go. Yeah. I just uh, <laughs> want to go because I really, yeah. it's, it's, the, it's one of the easiest ways for me because I feel responsible once I get there. Like, I mean, you drove all the way here. Like there's a, there's a, tr- a mind trick to it for me. I have exercise equipment in the garage. It is a much shorter trip to go to the garage, but I, there's zero accountability for it, but the germs. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, like, as you're talking, I'm like, Oh, I'm sure there's a lot of people that are relating to this. So this is, I know you said like, Oh, I'm sorry. I keep going back to the body series, but I'm like, no, it's perfect. Like, cause this is a cup. <laughs> this yeah. is a cup that people are having difficulty filling right now because of the germs. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So <laughs> You know, I, I think those cups behind him, they're personal cups, they're cups of self. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that we all need to go on this long journey of who am I, but really, I think we should. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm not, what I am, but I'm not, but I am. <laughs> we should always be on that journey, by the way. I totally yeah. believe it. Yeah. It just doesn't, it's not always as deep. Like we're it's, not always jumping into the valley. <laughs> Not always melancholy and depression. It's really, it's not. We're not always setting ourselves on fire. <laughs> but those cups behind him, to me, signify is, is like the things that we neglect. We look in front of us for all the cups that are fun and full of wine and good times and like, yeah, this and is. other people's cups yes. that they love. Yes. They look good. I, I like the look of your cup. I want one too. Yep. Yep. You know, this person has a good time and they do this. So I'm going to do this too and fill that cup. But mm-hmm. there's cups behind us that are neglected. And I think that those are ourselves, our personal selves. Like, where are you not nurturing you? Where are you mm-hmm. not filling? You know, we had to get here, guys. You know, we were going to get here. <laughs> and, you know, where are you not fulfilling yourself? Because ultimately, you know, when we talk about filling our cups, you know, filling the Freud's Angels Cup, yeah, used to give me that dopamine rush, but it's never going to sustain it. It's never gonna, because it's something outside of me. Yeah. There's other energies involved. There's you listeners, there's, you know, Vanessa and her own private life and what she's going through. And, and it's, it's me, but it's also, you know, it's also like, I have, we had, couldn't upload a podcast the other day because of something was happening. It's, it's, we can't, I can't rely on this to be the thing that makes me happy and fulfills me. I have to be self-fulfilling. It's the same idea as our love cake. If you remember that from episode four or five or whatever it was, but you can't rely on another thing or person to fill that cup inside you. You have to do that, whether it's through therapy, whether it's through taking the time out to nurture yourself, however that is, whether it's cooking for yourself, whether it's um, exercising or moving for yourself, maybe it's you go, you like to learn how to dance. So you take dance lessons or you are a person who loves going hiking. So you start hiking or join a hiking group whatever that is, you have to fulfill that, fulfill that cup inside you first, Yeah. because then you're pouring from an empty cup. And then that, then that becomes where we have expectations that are tied to our cups. And right. then it gets weird. 
and you don't want to get weird. Um, you, the cups behind this five of cups, dude, is his cups. Those are himself. Those are the cups that are internal. The, the, I need to, you know, nurture myself, whatever, whatever that looks like, whether it's, you know, whether it's allowing yourself on a Sunday morning to rest in bed for just an extra hour and just sit there and maybe bring your tea or your coffee back to bed and kind of just sit there and contemplate the day or contemplate the wins for the week, whatever that is, your accomplishment, your self-accomplishment. And, you know, and it can be everything and anything you, if you think it's an accomplishment, that it's an accomplishment. I mean, Vanessa and I were just talking early. Cause I'm like, I didn't really didn't do anything yesterday. And I'm like, Oh, but I, I emptied my dishwasher. I loaded it back up. I could, I washed all of my hands. I, you know, I gathered all the trash. I swept my kitchen floor. That may seem like nothing in an everyday project for some of you, but for me with depression, I struggle with those everyday tasks. So for me, I was, she was like, yeah, you did nothing. And I'm like, oh, I guess I did do something. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. I didn't do those things. No. <laughs> you did more than I did. So, right? So <laughs> they were but, things you don't like. <laughs> but it was just, it, for me, it was such an accomplishment because I don't, yeah. first of all, sweeping the floor is huge because me and floors past life issues. Um, but it was just like, oh, I nurtured myself so that I could wake up. I was hoping to wake up earlier so I could take out the trash and do other things, but that'll happen later. But like mm-hmm. I set myself up so that in the morning I could easily feed my cat before she lost her shit on me. I could easily cook breakfast to nourish my body so that I wasn't like, oh, I got to wash the pan. And, you know, I set myself up for this morning to be successful. And it felt good when I got up. I felt good. I was like, it was the first time I think this whole vacation that I've been on that I've woken up with a sense of good morning. It's time to get up. Like, like that excitement for being awake, like that I get to live another day. Like my, even my cat was like, you're crazy. And I'm like, cause I'm like, good morning, kitty. And I'm like, good morning. And she's like, what? Her eyes are half open. Like what? What? And like, I don't, I don't, what morning? What's that? And she just like, is like, I don't know, but this is the time you feed me. So I'll follow you crazy girl. <laughs> so she doesn't even know what's going on. And I'm like, good morning. You know, like, yeah. You know, so I know I cat stories, but anyways, so I just, you know, it's the little things that fill our cups, the nurturing, the, the giving ourselves the good morning by prepping the day before. It's like knowing that you're going to need coffee in the morning. And if you have a Keurig, a small one, you fill the reservoir, you put the pot in. All you have to do is turn it on and press brew, making you a happy, happy human. It's, it's having a clean kitchen to walk into so that you can make whatever it is you get, want or don't want, you know, you don't have to do either, but it's mm-hmm. setting you up for the space of this is natural and it's easy and it's flowing and I feel good. And mm-hmm. that's, that's, that's a cup that yeah. we're filling. And it's not to say that, you know, everybody's cup is the same when it comes to that. Cause some people naturally do all those things, 
but understand that you're doing that. And that's part of your cup is you're, you're setting yourself up. You may be doing it for someone else, like a husband or whatever, but, or children, but you're also doing it for yourself because you love coffee too. You love a clean kitchen so you can make your kids breakfast without any hassle. So, you know, it, it's part of what we need to do. And I know that when I'm avoid filling my cup, I go and fill everybody else's. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm overextending myself in a way of like, I'm feeling tired, I'm feeling depleted. And I go and I start to try to fill everybody else's cup. I get even more depleted. Mine is like, it just, the cups just don't hold anything anymore because I've given too much away, but we just have to remember is that when, when we talk about finding things that give us rushes, finding the dopamine rush. Yeah. You may not think certain things do, but it's the little dopamine rushes you get during the day because of things are set up for your success that I think create a big, like collectively create that big rush that you're looking for. It's like, well, yeah. And it's mindset too. Like, because people it, it, like even just the example that you're giving, these are mundane tasks, but if you have the mindset of, I set my, I, 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 and this was what I, my response to the, the kitchen was, I have the discussion with myself at night. Do you really want to set morning Vanessa up for this by leaving the things in the dishes? I mean, leaving the dishes in the sink. No, you want morning Vanessa to be happy with you. So <laughs> right? As if I'm two separate entities, that mindset changes from what used to be of like, don't be lazy, just do the dishes, right? Like it's the same task. It's doing the dishes before bed. It's a different mindset. Like the morning Vanessa is going to be so happy that she doesn't have to do these damn dishes in the morning. It's going to take you three and a half minutes tops, to make your morning awesome. And you know, your morning needs to be that way because you don't like the morning. And same thing with the coffee maker. I like my coffee. because This is my one like diva thing. I like to grind my beans right before I make the coffee. So <laughs> I set the beans in the grinder. I put the water in the coffee maker. I put the filter there. And it's like, so the only thing I have to do in the morning is grind the beans, throw them in the thing, put the, put the thing on. I love that. That is a gift that I give myself in the morning. That is the first cup that gets filled before the beautiful cup of coffee gets filled. But one of the things that like, one of the best analogies, and I I wish I could remember and now I can't remember who, who gave it to me, but it was, you know, cause we always say like, you can't pour from an empty cup. You can't pour from an empty cup. And it's like, yeah, we get that. But like, what does that mean in life? Right. Um, and then I heard one person say, you know, I can't even pour from a full cup because I need my cup full all the time. I can only pour the overflow. You can only have my overflow, you know? And I was like, all right. But then, (laughs) then the one that I love the most and I added on to was thinking of it as like a champagne pyramid and I'm at the top and all those other cups get filled from my overflow only. (laughs) Otherwise they just hang out their decoration But my addition to it was it being a fountain, right? Because that's how it feels in my life, that my full cup fills all the other cups, but the overflow from all those cups comes right back up. That's what fills the top of my cup. It's just a loop 
And all of those things exist together to make the fountain beautiful, to make it so wonderful. But if one cup has a little bit less in it, it doesn't matter as long as the top one's full. (laughs) It's a beautiful fountain. It continues to run. It's all good. (laughs) And that's, you know, that's, that's all well and good, but a lot of people still don't understand what that top cup needs to be filled. And this is where like, this is where the, the, the psychology that I do appreciate being taught comes in (laughs) and it's like our Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Like we have certain innate needs. That's where that cup is. What are our deep needs when those are being met? we have, we have everything we need and everything else becomes a joy to give. When we are missing a need, when a need is not being met, that's when our cup is not full. Right. And so sometimes it's easy. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes it's easy for people to understand that more of like, this is how you fill your cup, your needs, fill your cup. Right. And not, not necessarily your wants, but your needs definitely fill it. Your wants are your overflow. So what do you need? You know, our basic needs of safety, of love, of nourishment for our bodies that is actual nourishment. You know, it's not just food, right? Like we have to be specific about that. You know, community, contact, community connection. You know, like there are certain needs that we all have, basic needs. That's how we fill our cup. We don't fill it with material things. We don't fill it with ideas. We don't fill it with career. We don't, we don't even fill it with kids, right? Like my, my kids are a want or my kid is is a want that I had now she feels like a need, right? But it's, it's the love that I get, the love that I give that has become the need, the connection that I have with her that is so deep. It's deeper than any connection I've ever had with another human being because I made her, I need, that's a need being met. So it's easier for that cup to be full because it's there. And I nourish that relationship because of what it does for me and for her, you know, like, so yeah, like I think that, that, that nice champagne tower with like all the different cups, like I've been to a lot of Jersey Italian weddings. Like in my, it's a very, very easy visual. Well, we've all seen it in the movies. We've seen it where it's the champagne town, you know, it's, it's like the cup runneth over and, and we've seen yeah. it. And right. you're right. And it was, it, it was funny because when I, at weddings, the, the, um, the fountains are the fate, my favorite part of the whole wedding. Cause I think it's so cool what they do. I was like, Oh, they like, it's like yeah. recycle with beauty with it. I mean, yeah. it all has to move together for it to flow, yeah. but the flow is different sometimes, but as long as it goes from top to bottom, bottom to top, we're good. <laughs> and it's funny because, you know, I know I'm relating everything to tarot right now because <laughs> it's just, when I think of cups, I think of the cups, yeah. the suit of cups. It's just, mm-hmm. it's the way my brain works. Well, I, I, when, as Vanessa was talking, I pulled out the ace of cups because is, is, is that not what you're speaking of? Is that mm-hmm. not the mastery of our own self? It's the mastery of filling our own cups before we give to others. The ace of cups has the cup, they're holding the cup and it's running over and that's, and it's filling the lily pads beneath. It's filling 
whatever it needs to do to help. And I think that that's, you know, it's, it's in the ace of cups is like the mastery of our own like emotion is basically what it is. But is that not the same for when we're filling our cups, we feel emotionally stable. We don't feel depleted. We don't feel like we need to go find the high somewhere else. When our cup runneth over, man, we are in prime mental and emotional states. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's the same with the ace of cups. So I love that analogy. I love it. It was a perfect visual, Vanessa. I love your visuals because it just does. It, it creates such a, I don't know, such a great way to think about it. Like, yeah. is my fountain runneth over or is it dry? <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I'm actually in my head going, how have I never done this as an art project? Like with yeah. my clients. How have I never made a cup pyramid <laughs> and labeled the cups? I guess because now was the time that I needed to learn that. <laughs> maybe I have, maybe I finally have enough information and, and visuals to implement that because visual, I mean, I, I obviously work on visuals, but yeah, I mean, that's a great activity to do to map it out of like, here, here's my top cup and put my needs, like my, my straight up needs in it. And a lot of us are going to have the same ones because our basic human needs pretty much the same, but some people may have like a, you know, maybe trust has been broken. So you have to write down trust as part of your needs cup because you need to see that visual, but like what things, what things when they trickle back down and come back up the fountain, <laughs> what things fill that cup? What are the, what are those, those, those cups that support the flow of the entire project yeah. of us and our lives? And I'm totally going to do it. I can't wait. Whoever the first person is to get is going to get a lot of energy coming at them. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Love it. I hope that has helped. I hope this, this very long tangential loving um, message has really helped you understand a lot of things. And whether it's knowing when you're being myopic on your cups, you're filling, whether it's um, whether it's knowing that you're not fulfilling your own cup, whether you're giving from an empty cup, whatever that is, but also just realizing that Spirit will be here to help you course correct. Spirit's gonna support you in that course correction and 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 show you where you're not where you're kind of being neglectful. And you know, and I think that's part of why yesterday happened for me is spirit was saying, you're neglecting yourself by not creating a successful environment for you to be able to cook and nurture yourself, nurture your kitty, and and just you know it's, it will always be there to help you course correct. Just take it as that, not as like, fine, but just take it as, oh, it's nudging me to do some course correction. And it'll be gentle with you unless you're not listening. And then like Vanessa says, frying pan to the face. (laughs) Right. And we can choose it. We can choose it as adventure versus pain. You know, I mean, yes, we all have those moments where we eye roll and be like, okay, yeah, cool. Here comes some growth. Well, you know, like I wasn't ready for it. I don't have time for this, but I guess this is what's happening now. (laughs) Right. Like we have, we all have those moments, but I've come to learn because of how 
amazing my life becomes when I do it this way (laughs) is like, okay, I'm not seeing everything. There is something better that I'm missing. Okay. I'll go looking. I see this. I see what you're trying to do here. There's more happiness out there that I'm not allowing in. Let me, let me look around. Okay. Yeah. You know, and accepting it as, as a gift that's being given versus a punishment that we're receiving. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's perspective. Yes. It's it's, it's, everything else. (laughs) We have to shift that mindset. If we want to say it's punishment, then all we're going to find is punishment. You betcha. So, (laughs) but anyways, we love you. We thank you for spending this past hour with us. And we hope that you understand a little bit better about how to fill your cups. And if you have questions, if you have needs, you know where to find us and we will see you next week. Yes. Love y'all. Thank you for joining us on Freud's Angels. We are thankful for each of you opening up your heart to us. To continue the healing, connect with us on Instagram at Freud's underscore angels and on Facebook at Freud's Angels. Please subscribe to the show so that we may help you continue your journey. And remember to give us some love in the review section. If anything we've talked about today has triggered an emotional or mental crisis, please call 911 or head to the nearest emergency center. And always remember you are loved, you are worthy, and the world needs your light.